Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 925 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Ba-down. Justin Timberlake's uh, doing the rounds, doing a bunch of interviews. He's doing SNL this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um... Talking to Zane Lowe about the title of the record, which is uh, going to be at when in March? Yeah, March fifteenth. March fifteenth, called uh, "Everything I Thought It Was." So this I is did, JT I worked, explaining. I did. I worked for a long time on this album, and and uh, I ended up with like a hundred songs. So Oof. narrowing them down to eighteen was was a thing. And then yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this album. I, it's I think every artist probably says this, but it's my it is my best work. There's a lot of fun on this album and um and and uh yeah, I it's it, you know, I think that's where I came up with the album title with everything I thought it was. I was playing it for people around me, they're like, Oh, this sounds like everything we know you for. And then <laughs> you know, another one another another friend of mine was like, Oh, this sounds like everything I thought I wanted from you you know like it, it was like this that that sort of phrase in one way or another was in the air yeah yeah and I thought to myself about how some of the songs are are more introspective and and some of them are more sort of um what I think what I think people know me uh for oh. and uh if you haven't heard the song yet even though we played it twice in a row yesterday on this show oh um here's a little bit of selfish I can't help it Oh, such a good song. However, 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 why can't we all vibe to this song? Uh, because a 13-year-old bonus track song by Britney Spears from 2011, also called Selfish, has been making its way up the charts with absolutely zero promo. It ended up in the top 10 on the oh. iTunes charts. I believe it peaked at number four. It hit number one in oh four gosh. countries, including Brazil, Chile, Mexico, and Saudi Arabia. It peaked at number two in six countries. This is all the Britney fans who are still pissed at Justin Timberlake, who are taking this song that really very few people even know existed. It was a bonus track in 2011, and they're sending it. Very, 
very much of that time. Yes, and how it all started, it was quite brilliant by one of the Britney fans. So one of these huge Britney stan accounts tweeted yesterday, mm-hmm. Britney Spears will release her new single, Selfish, this Thursday, January 25th. Oh. <laughs> and then so everybody went looking for it, and everybody went to stream it, and then boom, there it goes. And it's an old song. It's 13 it's a, years old. It's, it's an old song, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Damn, JT. The, the, the pettiness Damn. of the Britney fans. Oh, shiz, oh, shiz. It's Genuine. Because so, when if you look at screen grabs that everybody was taking overnight, like it's like Justin Timberlake selfish at like number two yeah. and Britney Spears selfish at like number four. Like he couldn't escape it. Like if anybody yeah. was screen grabbing Justin at the in, in the top 10 of all the sort of streaming charts, you would have to crop it. That's a hard crop. Like it's very... <laughs> <laughs> not friendly for social media either. No, it's not. It's all like long yeah. like skinny like it's not a it's not a good crop oh no <laughs> damn yeah is, is. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh graphic images of taylor swift ai images uh that have been sweeping the internet showing uh taylor in a series of explicit explicit acts themed around the kansas city chiefs um is the latest example they say of the disturbing rise in deep fake pornography uh, there are a lot of calls for the website that publishes these. There's one website that sort of does it all uh, for the owners to be uh, criminally investigated and charged. The images were viewed, I think, 22 million times oh on God. X. I agree with that. Um, I mean, I agree with like them yes. being charged. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, X started suspending accounts that had been resharing some of the deep fake AI pics, um, but others quickly emerged in their place. That's just the way it goes. And then there was reports of them popping up on Instagram Reddit as well as 4chan. As far as the laws go, so non-consensual deepfake pornography is illegal in Texas, Minnesota, New York, Virginia, Hawaii, and Georgia. In Illinois and California, uh, victims can actually sue the creators of the pornography in court for defamation. So uh, no idea how they're going to handle all of that, but um, yeah, that went wild yesterday. Uh, 50 Cent, who's looking like trim these days. I don't know if you've seen 50. Yeah, but, follow uh, him on IG. But a lot of people are saying he's, he's on... He's down o- to 25 cents now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people saying he's on Ozempic, like everybody what? else. Denies it, though. Talking about weight. I was talking about weight loss. I was in the gym. I was working the f- out, man. I was it's Ozempic. I was running. I was running. I was doing what I had to do. You see me on talk. I ran around. I lost... I was 253 pounds. I came down um, 210 right now, right? 250 to 210. Well, well, don't you guys remember when Post Malone went on tour? And when he started the tour, he looked one way. And when he ended the tour, he was a lot more trim yeah. and then people were like wondering hey what's going on with post malone you know the, the the unfortunate thing with post malone is nobody accused post malone of ozempic no they only no. accused post malone of meth he didn't even get ozempic no, they went straight to meth yeah talk about judge a book right that's funny the poor guy everybody else in show business and then he had to come out and say guys like i started eating healthy I, st- I stopped, like, I cut back on smoking and drinking, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm yeah, a dad. St- he, stopped, I'm a, he stopped drinking cola. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm a dad now, like, I'm trying to live I a good know. life. Running around on stage, I'm burning all these calories, so, of course, by the end of the tour, Poor like, guy. I'm trim. Poor the guy. nice part was people on TikTok were making, like, edits about him, like, in concert, and then they'd put, oh. like, 
wording over top of him, like, look at how sad he is. Pray for, oh, pray pray for Post for Malone. Malone. No. He's hurting over, and he's just singing a song. Like, it was so funny. Well, they're playing, Poor. like, Sunflower. Yeah, now. yeah, like, look at how Poor sad guy. he is. Oh, oh but my yeah, God. nobody accused poor Posty of Ozempic, huh? <laughs> and he's, like, the nicest guy in the world. I know. Like, nicest guy. Come uh, on. terrible. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 80-year-old Robert De Niro says that he wants to be around as long as he can for for his new nine-month-old daughter. It's not really up to him at this point, though, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he says, quote, uh, I'm an 80-year-old dad, and it's great. Everything that I'm consumed with or worried about just goes away when I look at her. It's wondrous. Um, Robert De Niro has six other children, so he now has children that, aid, that, that range between the ages of... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine months to 51. Wow. <laughs> wow. Imagine having a, like, you're 51 a, and you have a nine-month-old sister. That's a big window. That's, uh, well, that's that's a, seem, that doesn't seem right. That's a big, that's a big window. Men shouldn't be able to do that. No. It's, it's, at, all, at it's awful that you can, right? At 80? And you would think that he had a vasectomy at some point, uh-huh. but maybe not when you're Robert De Niro. Maybe you don't want to mess around with that. Well, you just feel like... You just yeah, like, like it won't happen again. Many, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Vince McMahon denies uh, the graphic allegations that have been filed against him Oof. in a uh, rape and sex trafficking lawsuit by a former employee. So, in an explicit and very disturbing filing in court yesterday, former WWE staffer is suing co-founder Vince McMahon uh, for rape, sex trafficking, and battery. Um, she's also suing the World Wrestling Entertainment itself. And for negligence and suing former WWE head of talent relations and general manager for sexual assault and more following the lawsuit filing, Vince McMahon and World Wrestling Entertainment um, released a statement from, I guess it was TKO Holdings because they now own part of, there's a whole bunch of different companies yeah. involved in all of this now. Uh, they it's say like TKO and like Endeavor. Yeah, and- yeah. So they say with regards to uh, Vince McMahon, uh, this lawsuit is, this is Vince McMahon's um, spokesperson, by the way. They mm. say this lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene, made-up instances that never occurred, and a uh, vindictive distortion of the truth. So that was directly from Vince McMahon, and they say that he will vigorously defend himself. Um, and then the the people from TKO and, I guess, Endeavor released a, their own statement where they, they sort of downplayed Vince's role in their companies, but it is a really horrific, horrific telling of, uh, of what she claims went down. Is he still the boss of WWE, though, or no? No, he's no, not? no, 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 no. He's the no. executive chairman, but it's sort of... Um, because he left, right? Yeah. yeah. Because he had another one of these, somebody accused him of something, yep. right? Then came yeah. back. And then, and, and, then, then came back. and then came back with some sort of board seat, right? No, no he, came, he came back with a board seat, but also as, like, the role that Triple H currently has. Gotcha, And then gotcha, that gotcha. didn't last long, and Triple H came back. But then Vince's daughter, yeah. who's also, I believe, a board member... Was, yeah decided to dip as well and she left the gotcha okay okay the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Uh, i'm trying to make sense of all this uh meg the stallion drake stuff so we know the story with meg the stallion and who's that little bald dude what's his tory Tory lanes (laughs) um and and tory lanes where uh he's i believe still doing time for shooting meg the stallion correct yeah 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 Mm -hmm. 
and then Drake, just out of nowhere when all of this was sort of already put to bed, uh, released, released a, a track called... Um, uh, what was the name of the Circle song? Circle Loco. Circle Loco, uh, where he makes reference to the fact that during all of this, Meg was lying. So listen to this. Okay, so she lied about getting shot, but she's still a stallion. That is obviously in, in uh, reference to uh, Meg the Stallion. And then Meg the Stallion just released a song called, is it Hiss? Yeah. Is that what it is? Where she makes reference to the rumors that Drake had cosmetic surgery to give him abs because that was the big thing that came out when Drake started walking around with abs. So she references how he goes in on people with BBLs, but he's walking around with the same scars. Listen. Yeah. 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 So, can I play you just the in, I, I, the intro to her song "Hiss"? Did you bleep it? I think so. Okay. I just want to kick this by saying y'all. I ain't gotta clear my name on a mother thing. Every time I get mentioned, one of y'all get twenty four hours of attention. I'm gonna get this off my chest and lay it to rest. Let's go. And then the song goes in. Damn. It's fire. She is fired up, huh? Bars. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, you want to hear about how Snoop once pissed off Michael Jackson? Why oh. would you think, how would you think Snoop would piss off Michael Jackson, Mocha? How tr- would oh. you think? He tried to get past Mike's security. Right. Because Snoop, at that time when Mike was still alive, would have been like on the rise. Right. Popularity is there. Right. And probably thought it would be right. easy to get access right. to Michael right. as a fan Right? And or, as or also as an artist. Or, or, or blue weed smoke into his dressing room. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> me and Mike was family. His family and my family love each other. Only issue me and Mike had was we was at Ed Hardy. He had an event in Vegas, like when they have all the clothes and all of that. Yeah, Ed Michael Hardy. Jackson performed, Snoop Dogg performed. He put Michael Jackson dressing room right next to Snoop Dogg's. Open the door. Oh, wow. You blew a bunch in. Yeah. He said, Snoop, don't do that. <laughs> oh come on now! Remember Ed Hardy? Yeah. yeah. What was the other company? There was Ed oh, Hardy. And there was I know, one. I know. I'm all guys. Okay, well, okay, you go, go, so go. There's Ed Hardy. Yes. And then there was Affliction. Right. And right? yes. And then Von Dutch. Von Dutch. Von Dutch. That's the remember. One. And then all the tough guys would wear a tap out because of the UFC. Right. Some juicy Affliction, Couture. Affliction. Von. Yeah. Ed Hardy though. It was Frank. Which that one? Was... Paul Frank? Yeah, no. Paul Frank. No, but not, not in that as, world, though. But not, not in that, that world. I understand where world. you're going with that, Maria, but not in the same world as right. the Von Dutch and Ed Hardy yes. over-obnoxious. Right, and it was always, you would pair that, you would see people. I never owned an Ed Hardy anything. Really? Or a Von Dutch You anything. look like the type no. that would. No. Oh, I love my You Ed knew Hardy me, shoes. Maury, when that was popular. Did you it's ever what, see like, me wearing it? No. Like Parasuco jeans? <laughs> no, it was, it was, no, it wasn't Parasuco jeans. Quicksilver? No, it was Rockin' Republic. Oh, okay. Remember those yeah. with the big bedazzled R and R on the on yeah. the butt cheeks. Yeah. Those those were the jeans, man. Did you you had Ed Hardy mocha? I never had Ed no. Hardy. Did you have a Von Dutch hat? You ever had a Von Dutch hat? Nope. Clim- They're yo, coming back cl- in. Climax? Climax is here. Climax yeah. is in the room. Yeah. Yo. Yes. Yeah. You, you, you had an Ed Hardy shirt. Your brother had an Ed Hardy shirt, though. Uh-huh, like, enough uh-huh, Ed Hardy, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You never had a Ed Hardy. No. You never had no. a Von Dutch. Uh huh. You probably had a Von Dutch. Yes, he had Von Dutch. Of course, he had Von Dutch. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Ba-da-da-da-da-da! Just like it was in 2020, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers are headed to the Super Bowl. Hey. Shout out to Jerry Rice, baby. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it, you got to fight for your right to party! Hey. Believe it, baby, we're going to Las Vegas, Nevada, to go get us another one. Is that Travis Kelsey? Yeah. He sounds different when he's uh, hollering. He's so different. The, right? <laughs> like, like, he like, he looked like me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to say no. it. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I, got you. No. I got you guys. He, sounds, he definitely you, sounds different than, than when he's on the Can you find a podcast. clip of the podcast for me? Do you have a clip over there of the, of the, the, the brother's podcast? The other brother, too. I like that guy. A there lot. was not enough cameras on the suite where you could see Kylie, though. So that okay. is Travis Kelsey yeah. on the podcast. Yes. There was not enough cameras on the suite where you could see Kylie. Though. I love his voice. Okay. Yeah. And then this was yesterday. Shout out to Jerry Rice, baby. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs and believe it. You got to fight for your right to party. Believe it, baby. We're going to Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> To go get us another one. Yo, okay. <laughs> to, go, Can I tell you guys something? <laughs> to go get us another one. That yeah. is right there. That is the real Travis Kelsey. Yes. You think so? That yes. Yeah. Yeah, he went from a Kelsey brother to a Kelsey brother. Sunday, February 11th, as uh, Travis Kelsey just said, Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm Usher's doing the halftime show. What did Travis Kelsey say to Taylor Swift when she ran onto the field? That's the uh, the big question. Apparently, thank you for coming. He said, "What's up, sweetie? Uh-huh. Where were you guys at?" Uh-huh. And then they did like a hug, and yeah. then he kissed her, and he said, "How about that one?" Uh, Travis Kelsey uh, caught eleven passes for 116 oh. yards, so, like on. The Sportsnet, IG account, TSN, Barstool, Bleacher Report, like all the big accounts yesterday, right? Yeah. Like one after the other was that moment between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yeah. And like the hardcore sports fanatics. Yeah. Done with it. Like they hate it so much. Yeah. So much. Hey, listen, I, I, she, if, if nothing else, she's super supportive. Like she, she went to Buffalo. You know yeah. what I mean? Right? Like, is, is she even taking her tour there? No. It's like no. Taylor Swift, Maury, went to Buffalo. Like, so, she is, like, that's full support. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the question is, yeah, when the Super Bowl rolls around, yes, Taylor Swift has a concert, like, that weekend, not Super Bowl Sunday, mm. but I believe, like, the Friday or Saturday before. Where? And then, like, the Monday or Tuesday after. Where's the show? Tokyo. No, she won't be there. There's no way. There's oh, no. There's no way she'll she's be there. postponing the show. She'll she's be at the Super Bowl. No, I, I think no, she's going to be. She's going to jet. Oh. Yeah, back. I think yep. she's going to be at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yep. But 100%. when's her next show after that? I don't know. Like the Monday? Or Tuesday? No. There's no way. A 24-hour flight? Maybe the Tuesday then. Maybe. I don't know. I think she's going to be there regardless. I say she watch. She postpones the show. No, there's no way she's going to no, postpone she can't do the that. show. No, 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 no. She can do what she wants. She's no, no, no. She won't. No. If people find out she. 
canceled a concert to go to a football to game? To go to her boyfriend's football game? Yeah, yeah. No. In Hell Las Vegas? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't you remember that Michael Bublé did that? Michael Bublé canceled a concert to go to a Vancouver Canucks game? Yeah. Right? Like a regular and season then, game? Yeah, no, it was like a playoff game. Oh. Like a, they were in like the, I think it was like the, the Stanley Cup finals or something like that years ago. And then he rescheduled the show. And I think that he had said that at the rescheduled show, he went and he did one song when everybody showed up. And after the first song, everybody left. Like people started leaving. Like they came back, like they went to his show mm-hmm. to just walk out on him because they knew that he canceled his concert to go to a hockey game. Like there's no way Swifties are going to stand for that. Uh, nothing else they're going to stand for either is uh, those AI, X-rated AI generated photos oh, of terrible. Taylor Swift that were going around. So the Swifties did their thing. And uh, there is a content creator on Twitter who goes by the name Zubair. So it's Z-V-B-E-A-R, and his account is private right now. And he took credit for sharing some of the digitally created uh, images. He did, didn't uh, admit to creating them, however. Um, according to Newsweek, he said, my post went viral, and now everybody is posting it. Uh, And he then tweeted, uh, bro, what have I done? They might pass new laws because of my Taylor Swift post. If Netflix did a documentary about AI picks, they'd put me in it as the villain. It's never been so over. And then he went on to sort of mock fans saying, I don't care how powerful Swifties are. They'll never find me. Uh, And then he said that he was like the Joker and I use fake numbers and fake addresses. And then somebody, I guess, sent him a picture of his own house. Um, and, Swifties coming through, and they've uncovered him as a 27 year old man from Toronto, oh, who no. is known for posting risque content on 4chan X and Reddit. So, yeah, like, do we know which neighborhood? Uh, I believe he went to U of T Scarborough. Oh, oh. He had a <laughs> I probably know the guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I yeah. went to my high school. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> oh, Come on, Scarborough. We're better than this. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's a very Scarborough thing to do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Nicki Minaj and Meg The Stallion going at it again. <sighs> so Meg Stop. released a track called Hiss, right? <laughs> and... She goes in on everybody. Yeah, and and there's one line in the song where she says, uh, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. And Megan's law is referring to the federal law requiring law enforcement to share information about uh, registered sex offenders with the public. And as we know, Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, is a level two registered sex offender in New York and spent several years in jail for both attempted rape in the first degree and first degree manslaughter. And he got house arrest in California because when he moved in with Nicki, he failed to register with the uh, police least down there but it could also be in relation to Nikki's brother who was convicted in 2017 of predatory sexual assault uh, against his own stepdaughter so Nikki's got a lot of these individuals in her sure. life and so the line in the song could have been about either of them uh, and then Nikki came back last night with a song called Bigfoot, which I can only assume is in reference to Meg Thee Stallion getting shot in the foot, where she talks about her lying about getting lipo and then talks about her mom and all this other stuff. So here's a little bit of Bigfoot. Swearing on your dead mother when you lie. Hey, yo, this little begging 
Talk to my Megan's Law. For a free beat, you can hit Megan Raw. If you a ghost, by the party in Megan Jaw. Shot down, but I still ain't let Megan Bad score. She like six foot. I call her Bigfoot. Okay. Okay. And then is this at the end of the song? She just starts talking? Is that what this is? So weird. Yeah. Okay. So this is Nikki at the end of the song, Bigfoot. How the things that you've lied about, (laughs) even pertaining to your mom, you don't want them out. Okay. Now, since you think it's funny to speak about people's family. Soon as your new nose heals, and soon as your well, let's leave that for the second installment. Okay, the song starts with her talking too, like that. Should also know that she was tweeting about Meg all. I know, yeah. She (laughs) said that she spends a ton of money and still called her like an independent artist and all. Oh my god! Like, can I tell you though? I'm so not interested in any of this. You know who else isn't? Everyone. uh, Yeah. Like the. Like the, the the folks on like Twitter on X yesterday, yeah, were all against Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah. like every like I didn't see one positive thing about that song or about Nicki going in no. on Meg. Like no. the funniest thing someone was said, football is on today. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, so funny. Nobody cares. Right, except for Nicki Minaj. Thank you. It's a shame because I like Nicki Minaj and I yeah. like I like her music. Just, but this this one, this Bigfoot song, I, bro, this ain't it. This ain't I, it. I just don't. What happened to just singing about love? Well, I mean, like I get that you sort of like I, I like I like beef. Like I really do. Don't get me wrong. I, I I dig it. I think that that you know it can be very entertaining at times. But this is just I don't know. It's just not interesting to me. Yeah, it's really not. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the dying thief who confessed to stealing uh, a pair of the ruby slippers that Judy Garland wore in The Wizard of Oz is is expected to stay out of prison when he's sentenced today, I guess because he's dying. Oh. So this jabroni is like 76. So he stole the slippers back in 2005 from the Judy Garland Museum, right? Okay. Uh, he gave in to a temptation, he said, after an old mob associate told him that the shoes had to have real jewels on them to justify the $1 million insurance value. So this guy uh, and his unidentified former mob friend, he persuaded him to steal the slippers for as one last score, right? This guy was retired. He was out of the game, right? And he's like, come on. One one last score. Just right? when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, so the FBI recovered the shoes in 2018 when somebody else tried to claim a reward. Now this guy, uh, Terry Martin, wasn't charged and and from stealing them until last year. So Martin said that he hoped his plan was to take the shoes. Mm-hmm remove all the individual rubies off the shoes and sell them separately and then throw the rest of the shoe out. But as soon as he brought them to somebody, the guy was like, those aren't rubies, they're glass. So so, so, so he just got rid of them, yeah. to whom I don't even know who he got rid of them to, but he just got rid of them was like, get these things out of my life. So that was his one last score, Yeah, right? What a fail. One last score. <laughs> That's how you go out. <laughs> 
<laughs> you wanted your Scarface moment. Yes. It never happened. Yes, no. Do you really think the set designers would put real rubies on them? Come on. I mean, I guess, but when you see them and they're behind glass. And I have. And they're like, you know, there's a million dollar insurance value on them. Like, you know, you know, guys are like, well, they've got to be real, right? Yeah. they got to be real. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, let's do this Morgan Wallen thing real quick. So Morgan Wallen uh, has a new-ish song, not really. He sort of did like a Taylor's version. Remember when Taylor lost all her access masters to her masters and everything, and everything yeah. else? Mm-hmm. So she re- started to re-record all her albums, and so she could start making the money, and then the fans would stop buying the old ones. So Morgan Wallen explained, saying that uh, back in 2014, I went to Florida to try my hand at making original music for the first time. This led to a recording and management deal, and unfortunately, I signed both without any legal representation. He goes on to say, we made 13 songs. Some were okay. Most were terrible. And those colleagues uh, that I parted ways with 10 years ago plan to release a 10th anniversary of edition of it. Oh. It's gross, greedy, an example of how the dark side of the music business can suck the soul out of an artist. He went on to say, uh, I want you to know that this is not my music. And I cringe when I listen to these songs. Uh, but trust me, when new music is ready, you'll hear it from me directly. So here's a little bit of, I don't know what the song's called. Spin your own. Thank you. I just want one more shot to take your hand and spin you round and round this dance floor. Get Yo, you why are you yeah. singing this word for word? Yeah, he hates this song. How did you memorize song. this song already? Because it, it's not a new song. I know, but you shouldn't sing it. He doesn't want you to sing it. You're hurting Morgan Wallen right now. Look, Marie's holding in the lyrics right now. Go ahead, sing, sing, sing. And it all means. There you go. Brandy Morgan Wallen. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Hey, uh, hey, is this Britney Spears quote? I she I can't follow her on. I can't look at her thing. Apparently, Britney's Instagram is private. You have to like again. Yeah, really? you have it's to there. you have to hit follow request or whatever. Uh, so Britney says this. I don't know. Was it on Instagram? On she Instagram, said this? yeah. So Britney says, "I want to apologize for some of the things I wrote in my book." If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I am deeply sorry. I also want to say that I am in love with Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. It's so good. She wrote that, really? That was on her thing? Mm -hmm. I'm guessing Brittany finally read her own book. Oh, she's, she's genuine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she shared a clip of Jimmy uh, with uh, Jimmy, sorry, Justin with Jimmy Fallon. Right. Uh, and that's where she wrote it. Yeah, she didn't, I mean, she didn't write it. So no. I'm guessing finally she got around to reading some of the things she wrote about other people. <laughs> and we're like, oh, damn, for shiz, for shiz, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, uh, so there you go. Brittany, big fan of Justin's new song. Um, he was the... 
uh, host on SNL. No, he was a musical, musical guest, guest on guest. SNL. Uh, one of the, the I mean, the, the show is kind of crap, um, but uh, SNL did do uh, a parody of the massive trend of everybody walking around with the big giant Stanley Cups. Yo, so you see this, Maria? Literally just took a sip out of her Stanley Cup. All right, here we go. Hey, Mama. Are you like us? A pretty lady who drives a big car? Are you between 12 and 70 and go to Target every damn day? (laughs) Are you physically or at least spiritually blonde? (laughs) Well, we're still rocking our big dumb hats. But I know what you're thinking. Wasn't that last year's dumbass thing? (laughs) Hell yeah. That's why now we're all about them. Big dumb cups. Oh, no. (laughs) It's more than just a cup. It's a big cup. Is there a void in your life? Fill it with cup. (laughs) Big dumb cup. Oh, no. Have women killed for this cup? Almost. And a bunch. This is the cup that says, I'm a virgin, but I also have six kids. (laughs) It's the cup that says, my favorite rapper, that's Kesha. (laughs) And it says to the world, when Trader Joe's drops a new snack, I touch myself. (laughs) And it's the cup that says, I start decorating for Christmas tomorrow. (laughs) Big dumb cup. Yo, Maria literally just Yo. held up two Stanley mugs. <laughs> yeah. They brought the work today. One's for coffee, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Over the WWE, uh, Triple H, who is the sort of head of all things WWE now, is getting roasted for the way he handled uh, the press conference after Survivor Series over the weekend. So last Royal week, Rumble. sorry, Royal Rumble, my bad. Yeah. Uh, so a former WWE staffer is suing the co-founder Vince McMahon, who is also Triple H's father-in-law, uh, for rape, sex trafficking, and battery. And this all went down on like Thursday and Friday, and then Vince, who has been the face and head of the company. For forever step down from both of the parent groups that oversee uh, WWE and there had been a previous investigation into Vince McMahon's conduct and then he was brought back onto the board so this is how uh, Triple H who is running the show responded to a completely valid question Hey, Paul, right here. Uh, John Alba, Fightful. Uh, Speaking of the business side of things, uh, it was about a year ago the WWE Board of Directors unanimously opposed Vince's return to the company as executive chair uh, due to the ongoing investigations at the time before ultimately voting him back into power. You, Stephanie, Nikon, you were part of that. Uh, What degree of knowledge of the current accusations against him did you guys have at the time, and how does the situation affect WWE's relationship with partners going forward? Yeah, so I'm going to do exactly what you would expect me to do here. Um, Look, we just had an amazing week. I I just said a 10-year, $5 billion Netflix deal. Rock joining our board. We just sold out the Royal Rumble, put 48,000 people in the Tropicana Field. Um, I choose to to focus on the positive. And yes, there's a negative, um, but uh, I want to focus on that and just keep it to that. Referring to that lawsuit as a negative, he should be he should be fired. It's more than that. He should be fired. Yeah. If I was the people who were also dropping the Rock's name, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like during that question, 
where they're like, hey, what about this lawsuit? And he's like, listen, we had a lot of great things happen this week. Like The Rock joined our... If he draw, If... Oh, like, if I'm The Rock, yeah, I'm like, I'm not there if he's there. Yeah. Like, full stop. Don't he's gone or I'm gone. You choose. You want Triple H or you want The Rock? Who do you want? If I'm The Rock, that's the play. Yeah. There's no way you're dropping my name when avoiding a question like that to say focus on the positives. Yeah, I, I, I don't know... What the future holds with this situation. As yeah. more names come out as yeah. well, right? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, we were talking earlier. Uh, can Taylor Swift make it to the Super Bowl? Mm. Because Taylor Swift has a concert in uh, Tokyo on February 10th. Mm. And then the Super Bowl is in Vegas on February 11th. So the way that it all works out is she has to cross the international date line, right? Okay. But the great thing is, is that um, when you're traveling east over the line, you decrease in date by one day. You get the opposite when going west, but she has time on her hands, meaning she could still do her show in Tokyo. Sure. Get a full night's sleep. Okay. Fly private jet 10 or 13 hours or whatever it is to Vegas. Yeah. Still be there three hours before kickoff. Tailgate and everything. It's like magic. Yes. Yeah. But then when's the next show after? The 16th in Australia. Oh. So you got time to you live got it up. Time. time. Yeah, yeah, of course she's going to be there. Yeah. yeah, it can it can happen. So if she's not there, we all know it's by choice. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. no, it can it can no, fully she's happen. Be there. And, and she, she still have jet there. lag. What's that? Will she still have jet lag? Uh, I don't know how long she's going to be in Tokyo for. So maybe, maybe not. But yeah, she can fu- she can get a full night's sleep in yeah, Tokyo you care about and then jet leave. Lag? <laughs> Boyfriend's playing the Super Bowl, I know. man. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. This I'm time have jet change lag. really is like <laughs> oh, honestly, man. <laughs> You know why? Because he every every you name, you name it any situation in the world, and Maury can come up with an excuse because yeah. that's how he lives. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Right? Yep. I can't. Not this no. the world. Oh, I'm like, I'm gonna be so tired. You guys just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I've never broken anything before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds <damn>. about right. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, Mike Holmes was uh, trending all day yesterday. So Mike Holmes from HGTV, whose mission has always been like exposing like substandard workmanship in the building industry. So now he's having his uh, integrity being called into question over his connection with a residential community that was constructed apparently so poorly that now multiple homes have been demolished. Oh, so he did his like, you know, when they do the endorsement, hey, I'm Mike Holmes, I endorse this, you know, builder sure. kind of thing, right? Like they're they're paid and everything else, but it's still his face and it's still his name and mm. his brand and everything else. Um, so the residents who moved into this uh, community quickly found out that the approved homes were shoddily built with all sorts of faults ranging from mold to serious structural issues uh, right from the beginning. Legal action was eventually filed against the builder, and now three of the houses have had to have been demolished because they say, quote, given the nature of the defects discovered, demolition was a more reasonable option than repair. So does he have to approve of each build? Don't know. Or was this like a general, maybe he's visited like homes or sites or met with the the builder in the past, trusted, 
Yeah, don't know. Their work? Don't know. Moving forward, right? But it's tough when you, you know, because that, that's such a huge part of somebody's brand, right? Totally. Or you do these deals with these with these builders and maybe you go check, maybe you don't. I don't know. But the problem when you're Mike Holmes is like his entire brand is high standard of work, mm-hmm. right? Like that's his whole brand. If it was anybody else on HGTV, you could be like, that's not my thing. Like I'm a backyard guy or I'm a whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it just so happens. Yes, right? Yeah. I don't do foundations. Like you could, it's 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 a little bit easier to walk it back. But, uh, but I don't think he's made a, made a comment Is about this. Oh, uh, no, 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 I don't think okay. he, I don't think he has, but uh, you I'm, know sure, he's I'm sure, go yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. I love Mike Holmes. I think he's a great he, he's guy. He's going to handle all that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, oh my God. So Sirius XM announced a multi-year agreement with the Smartless Media podcast. Okay. You know that show that with Jason, Jason Bateman? Bateman, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. Oh, my God. It's a three-year deal. Where were they before? Spotify or? Amazon. Amazon. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So this is encompassing exclusive advertising and distribution rights for the Smartless podcast and then the other podcast that they do. Mm-hmm. The three-year agreement is valued at more. Three years is valued oh, at this more. This is going to make me mad. Than $100 million Bruh. for three years <laughs> over the term. This according to two sources and confirmed by Bloomberg. The Smartless uh, hosts currently have a deal with Amazon which they had in place since 2021. Mm-hmm. So that exclusive deal was for $80 million. Right. How many episodes they released? The podcast week? launched in 2020. Right. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. In my world, the math ain't mapping, okay? <laughs> because what do they do? Like a podcast a week? It's no, not daily. I, I think they do... F- I think there's five under the Smartless Media umbrella. Mm-hmm. I think there's five different podcasts, and they get they get all of them. Yo, how many gang? How many podcasts we release? Seven eighty-seven. Seven hundred. Yeah. No, but how many do we release uh, a week? Uh huh. Every day. Every yeah, day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Right. Seven of them. How long are the episodes? Like sometimes quite long. Yeah. At least yeah, an hour. At least. And yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying. Yeah. The math ain't mathing. <laughs> yeah, I know. For those listening out there. <laughs> yep. I don't know who it is. Frequency Podcast Network, <laughs> Rogers, yeah, our bosses, Alex. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the math ain't mathing. The math you're, ain't you're right. mathing, right? Yeah, yeah. Seven. Yeah, yeah, I know. And maybe it's not a $100 million deal. No. But there's a deal that hasn't happened. Right. Right? Yeah. There's yeah. some millions that you know, I'd be <laughs> yeah. happy with. Yeah, yeah. There is a deal. Right? We just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhere. Maybe there's already been a deal. What, that went away? No, that we just don't know about. I got time after the show if anyone wants to meet. <laughs> Maria, imagine your Stanley Cup collection could grow exponentially. Yes. Yeah. With this deal. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Travis Kelsey apparently is, yes, in love with Taylor Swift, and oh. they are at the I love you part of the relationship. So of this they was are. This was a, uh, a mic that caught uh, uh, the two of them together after the game on Sunday. Give us a pat, guys. Give us a pat. Thank you. You're clear away, guys. Thank you. Taylor, I'm going to enjoy with the guys over here. Oh. Oh. What do you say? Taylor, I'm going to Vegas with the guys. I'm going to enjoy this with the guys. I love you. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Um, Football players in Vegas. Yeah. (laughs) My God, Super Bowl weekend. Oh. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. Football fans in Vegas for Super Bowl yeah. weekend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't like no offense <laughs> to the to the Bills, <laughs> but do not let Bills Mafia loose 
in Vegas. No, but I think a lot of like hardcore football fans from those teams don't even get Super Bowl tickets. I saw something yesterday where the 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 cheapest single ticket price right now for the Super Bowl was eight thousand dollars. Oh my God! And someone for a single for it. ticket. Yeah, Someone's single ticket. For that. Yeah, yeah, like you couldn't even bring uh, Jenna so she could be in the same room as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, she'd be right? so mad. Yeah. That's like a Europe trip. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it that's is. a first class Europe trip. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What would happen in your house if you went to the Super Bowl and were, were there with uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and you, you didn't bring your wife? Like you just said, I can't. I'm going oh. with the guys. I wouldn't have a home to come with. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. People going in on Kim Kardashian for really no reason. It's like, a, again, there's a, well, it's just like a giant misunderstanding. So enough. it was announced yesterday that Kim Kardashian is going to be executive producing a docu-series about Elizabeth Taylor. And she's also going to be in the docu-series because okay. Kim Kardashian was actually the last person to interview Elizabeth Taylor before she died in 2011. I didn't Did know, know that. that. Okay. So she was the actual last person to do an interview with her. The series, they say, uh, will feature uh, privileged access to those who knew Elizabeth Taylor best, including family members, uh, friends, and colleagues from throughout her stellar career. So Kim's putting this all together with the BB, with a, a UK company. Okay, sure. And she's going to be in it because she was one of the last people to uh she was the last person to interview elizabeth taylor but nobody's reading this story where it's the headline is kim kardashian to executive produce and appear in um uh series about elizabeth taylor and everybody is assuming that it's like kim is playing elizabeth taylor of course they are in a movie and she is like getting killed on social media because of it. Like, Read me this on the headlines, so people. Disrespectful, and like they're really going in on Kim, like about her looks and her body, oh. and like how she's trash. And Elizabeth was so whatever, but she's just doing it as a fan. Like yeah. she loved the woman and is doing this docu series, and now nobody's reading the stupid story, and Kim's getting killed for it. It's really unfortunate Damn. to read the reaction to this. Yeah. Like it's beyond beyond brutal. Beyond brutal. Anyway, feel bad for the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, somebody stole a 500 pound stuffed polar bear from a resort in Edmonton. What? So it's like a taxidermied polar bear. Yeah. Up on like back legs, like with its mouth open and everything else with like all the fur and whatnot. Um, so it was on the second floor of this resort. And when you walked in, everybody could sort of see it. It was like sure. the marquee kind of piece, right? Mm-hmm. And Security in the place is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because they had previously had two stuffed raccoons stolen as well from the same <laughs> from the same resort. Okay. So the resort manager says that this was 100% planned. So they believed well, that the stuffed polar bear was stolen January 13th during that real cold snap that they had, uh-huh. right? And it was that Saturday... Harry is the name of the polar bear, by the way. Oh, Harry. It was that Saturday that Harry was stolen... And security patrols were non-existent. If people were staying at the resort, they were staying in a different part of the resort because it was so cold. There was like no staff there. Okay. So people came in, they cut the metal wires that were like holding the 500 pound polar bear in place. They dragged it across the second floor, down the flight of stairs and out through the front doors where they had a truck waiting. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. I'm assuming right? they saw this on camera. 
So I don't know because I'm guessing they did, but they haven't said that they had the footage. Inside job, you think? So I don't think because it's security an, just so happened not to be there at the time. But like, you think a staff member is going to steal their polar See, bear? I thought it was a drunken thing. Like to me, it seems like something you would do when you're drunk. I like know. A hangover when they steal the. Uh, mine. Yeah. <laughs> so to, to yeah. get so the the polar bear. Oh, and they've they've included the raccoons. So the polar bear and the raccoons are estimated to be worth thirty five thousand dollars. Could you resell the polar bear to who? I don't no, know, like you online. Can. Yeah, you but on like Facebook can. Marketplace or something. You I don't know. Resell the polar bear? Yeah, you make profit? Maybe that's why. Maybe they're trying to make profit but off the polar bear. How many of them are there? You get you get caught like immediately though, Maria. No, no, you'd sell it overseas. Like there's places that buy these things. But how do you get it overseas, Maury? Same way you get cars overseas. Yeah, true. Shipping containers Shipping that nobody containers. checks. You know how many people you have to pay? Put it in off? the back seat of a stolen car. Maury, it's five hundred pounds. It's a polar bear. It's twelve feet tall. Yeah, light it and put it in sideways. <laughs> in a car. Or you got a new decoration <laughs> no. piece at this point. I haven't planned this. I, I Clearly. just I, I, I think that now these guys have a polar bear that they don't know what to do yeah, with. They're like, oh crap. Right? Yeah. And one I know it's in one of their garages. No, right? it's in the backyard by the hot tub. No, it's in one of their garages. And for the past like week and a half, he's been doing everything he can to make sure his wife doesn't go out there. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, Everything you can. Okay, I got it. I yeah. got it. Oh, oh, recycling. Got, I got it. No it. problem. Don't, don't worry. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Your car doesn't need to go in the garage. I'll yeah, clean yeah, it off for worry. you in the morning. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I got a lot of stuff going on in there. Spilled oil. Don't go yeah. out there. Right? <laughs> <It's> dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know that that's what's happening, right? At all costs. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, David Letterman, I guess, defending? Taylor Swift, I guess that there's still backlash. I don't know about Taylor Swift going to a lot of NFL games, but uh, here is uh, David Letterman. So now here's Taylor Swift, who is a glowing bright light of goodness in the world, and she starts dating uh, Kelsey Grammer. And people... No, that's go- not true. What? Kelsey Grammer? Yes. And the, the Kelsey Grammer people say, oh no, 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 don't bother us. And the Taylor Swift people the Swifties, are saying, oh, we don't want a footballer in here with Kelsey Grammer. And I'm saying, huh? Travis Kelsey. Right, Travis Kelsey. And I say to both camps, this is such a lovely thing. Shut up. It's good for the footballers. It's good for Taylor Swift. And it's something positive and happy for the world. Taylor Swift is a huge force and I think just wants to see people do the right thing. So God bless Taylor Swift. And Kelsey Grammer. That's Not all I Kelsey had to say. Hmm? Okay, anyway. Was that supposed to be funny? That's part of the joke, yeah, right? Like yeah, he's making yeah, a joke? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hilarious, Dave. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a single episode of David Letterman, Maria? Uh, no. No. Do you know who David Letterman is? Yes. Do you, you know, know that who he's Kelsey not? Is? Do you know that David Letterman is not just the guy from that Netflix series that you flipped past and have never clicked on? Which Netflix series? Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So they discovered a mysterious case of 1979 hockey cards found in a basement in Regina, unopened. So inside the case are 16 unopened boxes of hockey cards from they're the uh, OPC collection from 79 to 80. Hockey cards, uh, there's 48 packs of 10 cards in all the boxes with a total of 7,680 cards. Why this matters was the people who had this in their basement, it said 1980 on it. Okay. So they were like, yeah, 1980. 
But when they sort of peeled back the opening of one of the things, they were the white boxes. And because they were issued in 1980, they were the cards from the 79-80 season. So they were the season previous to when they were released, like all hockey cards were. So these are the collection that had the Wayne Gretzky rookie card in it. Okay. And by the math, that amount of cards... With full collections, if there are full collections, but the way the math works out is that they said that there could be 20 Wayne Gretzky rookie cards in that box. Oh, my God. Okay, and a Wayne, Gretz- Wayne Gretzky rookie cards have gone upwards of a million dollars to sell. What this does to the market now, I don't know. It could actually wind up devaluing all the Wayne Gretzky so rookie many. cards because if somebody comes up and there's suddenly 20 brand new mint condition Wayne Gretzky rookie cards, all those other ones that have been in circulation that people have paid millions of dollars for suddenly will lose value. So, so the bidding right now for the whole lot is at a million dollars. Okay. okay. And that was yesterday. I don't know what it's at today, but but yesterday the, the the sort of bidding was at was at a million. But also there may not be. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a chance there could be. You're just buying the mystery box. At you're this buying. Point. Yeah, there there could be. Right? There could be. In that many cards, there should be. Could there be like other? Legends in there? Yes, but that but season is like, only that that whole oh, series oh. is only about the Gretzky rookie card. I had a Gretzky rookie card, and I had it, and I was playing with it. Um, I was, I won it from a friend mm-hmm. and cause at the time in like the early eighties, it meant like nothing. Uh, and I was playing with it in my dad's car when we were driving and I was playing it with it against the window, like where the, where the window meets the door mm-hmm. and it fell down between the window and slid down into oh, the actual door. That sucks. And so somewhere, and then my dad sold the car years later. And there was a Wayne Gretzky rookie card in the door of his old Mazda. Why were you playing with it like that? I don't know, because it was a card. It was fun. It was yeah. like I was like, like flicking it back and forth kind yeah. of thing, right? And then I slid it down by accident in between the rubber um, yeah, where yeah. the where the thing goes, and I lost it. But, well, yeah, so this could potentially be, like, world-shaking for the sports memorabilia scene. I'm glad you said this. Because at my parents' house in the basement, yes, there is, similar to this story, I don't know for what year, though, but a box mm-hmm. of unopened packs of hockey cards. Right. And still there. Like, the, the, the packs that came with the gum. Yeah. The gum's probably still in there. Yeah. It's probably still good, too. I have my uh, Uncle Michael's full CFL collection. I'm trying C- to sell CFL. that. CFL? I'm trying to sell that. Good luck. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> hey, did you ever sell your Taylor Swift popcorn bucket? I did. You did? I did. Maury went to the movie, the Taylor Swift movie, and stole one of the commemorative uh, popcorn buckets. How much, you, how much did you list it for? On- uh, the bucket and drink unused. Yes. $180. And what did you sell it for? I sold it. Yes. Here we go. For? You ready? Yes. I wouldn't be doing this voice if I wasn't ready. Okay, here we go. Yes. Oh, my God. Never mind. I don't want to know No, anymore. no, I got I ready. Know. No, I don't want to know. Next I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Why did you take so long to say that? Why, because I was why? building up excitement. No, I was building up excitement. I was matching your excitement. $20. <laughs> did you hear me, Mocha? Uh-huh. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the first human patient has received an implant um, from Elon Musk's brain chip startup called Neuralink and is apparently recovering well. 
According to Elon Musk, he said initial results show promising neuron spike detections. So spikes are activity activities by uh, neurons, which the National Institute of Health describes as cells that use electrical and chemical signals to send information around the brain into the body. So the FDA approved last year for Elon's company. They gave them clearance to start doing human implant trials. And this is a massive milestone for the company that plans on helping patients overcome things like paralysis and neurological conditions, right? So the study uses like a robot to surgically place this brain-computer interface inside somebody's brain. And what they're hoping to do for the first set of trials is get somebody to control like a computer mouse with just their head. No. Like no. with just their brain. No. Leave no? Me, no, leave my brain alone. Really? Yeah. This is the future. No. No. I don't know if Elon Musk, if they have something in that chip where they're going to track... And like, I don't know, do stuff like take over my body. But what if what if they're a quadruple? What if you're a quadriplegic? See, there could be good in this, <laughs> right? Yeah, but not now. Like, how do I know that they can't see what I'm seeing? But they could do and that like, with your iPad, or walking around, or like driving where I'm driving. You literally give them already control can. to like the one muscle you should try to have control over yeah. in your body. I don't want them controlling me like that. No, you're controlling things. They're mm. not controlling but you. But how do you how yeah, do you trust them? Yeah, see. But if this is your only chance to ever move again and do Maria, stuff, believe me, the, TikTok knows more about you than Elon Musk ever will from this. Okay, <laughs> okay Maria? but they're not in my brain. It's just but what phone. if you need it? What if you can't physically control mm. a computer mm. mouse? Okay, and sure. somebody's like, we can give you a chip that will let you control a computer mouse. Be kind of sus on that though. But it's your only hope. That's it. That's it. Chip in the brain. You can suddenly do things. Let, him, let a couple more hundred people do it. Let me see how things <laughs> is that work. what it is for you? A hundred? Yeah. As long as a hundred people do it, you're okay? <laughs> yeah. One hundred people. One hundred people. Okay. Right? They did it to one, 99 to go. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do you want to hear uh, Lionel Richie telling a story about uh, uh, what it was like being in Michael Jackson's house back <laughs> yeah. in the day? So the documentary, The Greatest Night of Pop, this is the uh, We Are the World documentary. And we, man, I keep forgetting like just how weird Michael Jackson was back in the day. And nobody even thought anything weird about it. Like just like a weird kooky guy. And so this is uh, Lionel Richie talking about the co-writing process with Michael. We Are the World was probably a line from Michael. We Are the World. Out of the corner of my eye, I see some albums falling over. And I hear, <sighs> I look over my shoulder. That's the biggest snake and Michael's going, there he is, Lionel. Oh, my God. <laughs> he lost the snake in the room. He came out when he heard us singing, Lionel, and he wanted to meet you. He wants to say hello to you. <laughs> I got to get out of here quick. I am screaming like this is the end. I saw this horror movie, and it's not good for the brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, we're not friends after that. No! Or at least, like, I'm never coming over ever again. Thank you. Oh, he wants to meet you. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Lionel. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the ratings are in. I was just looking at these for the uh, football games on Sunday. 
Um, on CBS, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Ravens game pulled in 55.4 million people, the most watched AFC championship game ever. Damn. It's a 17% uh, increase over last year's comparable uh, game. However, the ratings for the Lions 49ers game was 56.6 million people. That's oh. the most watched telecast since last year's Super Bowl. This Super Bowl is going to break all records, isn't it? Bro, over 100 million people watched two football games on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Is it because of That's, Taylor Swift? I mean, nah, I mean, you can't say it is because the Lions 49ers game did better than the mm-hmm. Chiefs-Ravens well, game. I think it's just an exciting... What, unless people don't know what team well, Travis they, plays. They I, I, think that they, I think it's just an exciting time yeah. for, uh, for football right now. Yeah. And I think the, the ratings... If the ticket sales and the cost of everything happening in Vegas for the Super Bowl is already yeah. astronomical... Um, the attention that it's bringing for football fans everywhere yeah. is just going to be bonkers. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, some of these Super Bowl commercials are coming out. I really love the Beckhams one. Um, oh, I didn't see Dave, it. David and Victoria. So if you watch the documentary, there's a great scene in the documentary where she's trying to talk all like she had a normal upbringing, <laughs> like working class family, but mm-hmm. then Beckham like bullies her into saying that her dad drove a Rolls Royce. Do you remember that clip? No. Here's the it's clip. So from the, good. Here's the clip. From I'm the very close to my family. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working class. Be day. honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. Called you out. I am being what honest. What did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad... Did, no, one answer. My dad... What well, car was it? Right, it's not a simple answer what because... What car did you get your dad to drive? It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in car? the 80s, what? my dad had a Rolls Royce. <laughs> okay. So that was the great clip from the doc, which is so good. And then so now yeah, they right. do they do a, uh, a commercial for uh, Uber Eats, and Victoria in the commercial is wearing a shirt that reads, my dad had a Rolls Royce. Yeah. So this is the commercial. So David and I are going to be in a little commercial. Be honest. Be I am. honest. <sighs> okay. It's a big commercial. Tell them what it's during. David, I'm trying. No, tell them what it's during. I'm tr- okay, it's during the big baseball game. The super big baseball game. Oh, was it the hockey ball? Hockey, hockey ball. Oh, and tell them about Jessica Aniston. <gasps> Jessica Aniston is going to be in it too. Thank you. We love Jessica. We love Jessica. <laughs> yeah, they're the best, those two. <laughs> Jessica Aniston. So is that a tease for a commercial? <laughs> I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, okay, Ice Spice, who yes. really just came out of nowhere and just got massive. Mm-hmm. I, she, to me, looked, seemed like one of those, like she was a plant. You know what I mean? Like it just <laughs> yeah. it just didn't seem, it seemed too weird for me, This the Ice Spice thing. But whatever, yeah. she's doing well. Uh, she was on with uh, Hoda and Jenna. And Hoda and Jenna, God love them. They are just the two most excited people on television. Here's Ice Spice talking about her new album. We also have to ask you, because everybody's been asking yeah. us, is there going to be an album soon? Yes. Yes, there's going to be an album. Let's yeah. go! This year? Yeah. Okay. What? This year, I'm so excited. Um, it's called Y2K. It'll be, it's it's almost finished, so I'm really excited. And you were born on, on Y2K. Y2K. I was, and that's why I decided to name it that. I mean, wow. that is so great. Are there collaborations on it, too? Is it all Of you? course. Uh-huh. I have a crazy collaboration that just got locked in like two days ago. That so. you can't Can you I- tell us? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm really yeah. excited. Let me I tell love you, them. when I this album them. comes out, neither Hoda or Jenna will have the Ice Spice album locked in on their Spotify. Okay? <laughs> They're not gonna Is she filthy? 
What? Is she's she? the yeah. best. Bro, Yo, she, okay. Is she filthy? So she yeah. released a song last week, right? That Shem and I were just <laughs> okay. like vibing out so hard. So I heard the song. Is this the one you were playing the other day? Yes, yes. The same one, Maria. Okay, okay. so I, I read the title yeah. and I listened to the song for the first time and I was like, ah. But then I started listening to it more and more and the more and more I listened to it, the more I like it. Okay. And the song is called. Yeah. Think you the S, and then in brackets. Think you the S? Yeah. Okay. Think you the S. Okay. And then in brackets, it says fart. Okay. And the song goes like this. Think you the sh- You're not even the fart. <laughs> I be going hard. I'm breaking their hearts. Like, be quick, but I'm quicker. Be thick, but I'm thicker. She could be rich, but I'm richer. Damn. Take it on me. Very simple, right? Damn, that's We're there now, huh? Um. I wonder if the feature she locked in was with Meg the Stallion. Ooh, that would be so good. I have a feeling. Why? Do but you have I a don't feeling? know if she would necessarily be excited about mentioning that now because she also had a song with Nicki Minaj for the Barbie movie. Mm. So because of the beef, maybe that's not maybe that's not the feature. Right. I don't know if you want to jump into that battle. I think it's, I mean, for her to be that excited. You think it's Drake? I would say it's somebody bigger than Meg Thee Stallion. What if it's Drake? Cardi? Oh, Cardi B. Maybe. Could be Cardi. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Thank you to. Who has she worked with before? You're not even the fuck. Aside from Nikki. Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift, yeah. yeah like, I mean, she's on that level. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. She's so good. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I have not checked, but uh, there is a very big possibility that um, uh, all of Universal Music Group's artists will be pulled off of TikTok as of today. What? Uh, So that's Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Drake, um, everybody else. Basically everybody. Yeah. Um, So Universal... Uh, failed to come to terms on a new licensing deal with TikTok. They say in our contract renewal discussions, we have been pressing TikTok on three critical issues, appropriate compensation for our artists and songwriters, protecting human artists, and the harmful effects of AI and online safety for TikTok users. TikTok fired back, um, saying that... uh, It's actually Universal Music's uh, greed that is keeping them from uh, keeping their music on TikTok and they didn't get a deal done. So it's not looking like any Universal artist is going to be searchable uh, on TikTok until they come to a new agreement. Oh, no. Is that like a big thing? I don't know. Like, do people use a lot of that stuff on TikTok? Yeah. Everybody uses music, right? Especially if they're like doing like reels and stuff or like the... 
videos where they have background music or like doing dances and stuff to them reactions. Right, so like it takes right, away from right. a lot of people's TikToks. I did TikToks. a dance yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it was it Universal Artists? I don't know. It was the Saltburn song. Oh. So TikTok said, uh, it is sad and disappointing that Universal Music Group has put their own greed above the interests of their artists and songwriters. They go on to say, despite Universal's false narrative and rhetoric, the fact is that they have chosen to walk away from the powerful support of a platform with well over a billion users that serves a serves as a free promotional and discovery vehicle for their talent. Uh, Universal had said that um, what TikTok was promoting was or proposing was one percent of its total revenue sorry one percent of universal music's come from its total revenue despite the fact that tiktok has a massive and growing user fan base and basically they've accused tiktok of wanting to become a muse more of a music site sure. and tiktok is like no we just allow music to be used so it's this whole thing and tiktok freely promotes ai um, yes. generated music and all this stuff so and a lot of new so, artists too will make music Based on it going, hopefully going viral on TikTok. Yes, right. Yes. That's how an old Mariah Carey song became number one. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Uh, the Kelsey brothers talking about Taylor Swift on their new podcast. Yeah, new, new episode dropped today. Also, shout out to the newest members of the Chiefs Kingdom, Taylor Swift, who has officially reached the Super Bowl in a rookie year. That's kind of good. <laughs> shout out to Tay. <laughs> Thanks for joining the team. <laughs> Do we miss anything? The thing I realized last week, remember when he was at the, uh, when Jason was with Taylor in the box at the Bills game, mm -hmm. right? He said something when they were talking about the last time where he said that that was his first time meeting Taylor, mm -hmm. which I found weird because they've been together a while and she yeah. hadn't met the brother yet. Yeah, but she doesn't. It slow. Well, not, yeah, but she's also traveling a lot, right? Like she's not always. But they had the holidays. They had Thanksgiving and they had Christmas and apparently they spent a lot of time together, but like never met the brother. Hmm. It's kind of weird. Maybe, maybe you got to take more time introducing people to yeah, your family. Maybe they, each of them are like, well, we're not sure. Yeah, it's kind of weird. See where weird. this goes. Yeah, I don't know. I take don't it know. slow kinda, in yeah. the public. Sure. Why not? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Larry David on the red carpet for uh, the final season. Uh, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry David has said this many times that this will be the final season uh, and that he's always come back and done another season. But what makes this one definitively the last? Why is this the final season? Because, you know, it's, it's time. It's, uh, 12 seasons. That's a lot for a television show. Over 24 years. But a lot of people don't believe you. A lot of people say you've said it before. Yeah, I said it before, but I wasn't 76 when I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right? Fair <laughs> enough, Larry. Premieres this Sunday. <laughs> Cannot wait. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Justin Timberlake out there promoting his new album and his tour and all this other stuff. Uh, people still want to know about NSYNC and whether that is going to ever happen again. Uh, here is Justin uh, talking to Kelly Clarkson. You produce, you write songs, you act, you, you do all the things. Is there anything left? You've had such a, an illustrious career. Like, is there anything left that you want to do that you haven't done yet? Growing up in, in the industry and getting access to so much in the studio, yeah. I just became like a studio rat. Like, I just loved being in there and I loved the, the creative process. And, and you know, and, and also as it pertains to harmonies, um, I spent some time with four other guys doing a lot of harmonies. Who, who are you speaking <laughs> broke the internet when y'all came back for the song. Yeah, that was that was yeah. fun. That was fun. Yeah. We, it was, was kind of crazy. Like, there's so much that just picks up right where it left off as far as the chemistry. But, uh, yeah. Was... Uh-huh. Yes. But? Just um, saying. I don't normally, I don't want people to think, can, what is that? Can you see that picture again? I don't. I, I feel like I have a disclaimer, like, I was having a really bad allergy day, and that's why I was wearing the sunglasses. I don't want... <laughs> no, um, but, um, yeah, we, we, we've we been in the studio, so there may be a little... Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Okay. Too. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> well, is that if, exciting, New NSYNC? Listen, if NSYNC releases another song, yes. guys, I have a great idea. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. More trouble for rich people who can't date. Huh? It's very difficult when you're famous. We all know the uh, Sharon Stone story when she tried to go on Bumble, mm-hmm. and then they kept deleting her profile because they thought it was a scam. Well, it's yeah. happened again. With here's uh, uh, Terry Hatcher talking to uh, Curtis Stone. True, I don't. I don't meet people. I, I don't. I don't meet anyone. I'm going through in my mind well, all my single mates. If that you come would up with someone, up. you let me know. <laughs> For real? Yeah, for real. Is there an app that only lets... There is, but those guys only want to date 30-year-olds. So, I mean, there is that fancy app you're talking about. Right. Yeah. No, I've tried them all. <laughs> and, and I tried my latest one. I tried Hinge. You know, I thought, I'm, I'm going to say to the universe that I am, I am open and vulnerable and I'm putting myself out there. That's what I thought my gesture of joining the Hinge app would be. Yeah. Um, and then they kicked me off. What do you mean oh, they kicked uh, you off? No. Well, they thought I was pretending to be Terry Hatcher. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's really funny. Come on. Um, yeah. And then they figured it out. I, I complained. I was like, can I have my money back? You kicked me off. And anyway, they they apologized. And I, then I was like, eh, I'm sort of over it. Oh, put it in reverse, Terry. Uh, also, Gail King on a new podcast uh, with uh, Ryan Clark called The Pivot, talking about whether she... She is a difficult woman to date. You have to hear this story. So, yes, she did find a guy yeah. at some point. Good for Gail King. Great for Gail King. Uh-huh. But you tell me if this didn't all go to hell in the most Gail King way. You know, I went on a date and I was really excited, very uh, excited about it. We had gone out maybe two months and then he said he really needed to talk to me. Uh, he wanted to have a private conversation. Okay, sure. What is it? 
do you think you could lend me $4,000? Oh! And I'm like, oh, God. Do it, he jumped out with 4000 out the gate? Though? I know. It's so he funny. He didn't test oh, the water? You, you know what Oprah said? Oprah said, God, I would have felt better if he had said $40,000. <laughs> but I was so crushed because he, he was somebody who was making, you know, six figures, successful. And when I said, you know, could I ask what it's for? Don't do it, Kale. He said, yeah, it was for... Uh, a child support issue and to pay uh, a payment on some furniture. And Oprah goes, oh, God, this is just getting worse. Don't do it, Gail. And I said, okay. And he said, you know, this was Sunday. And he said, I promise I'll pay you back by Thursday. I promise I'll pay you Thursday. Okay. But I wrote it. I wrote it because I thought it had to be very difficult for him to ask me. And so I wrote it and I just figured that would be that. And he did pay me back on Thursday, oh. but I didn't feel the same. Yep. It just changed the relationship for me. Yep. It changed the relationship for me. On your second date, let yeah. me borrow four racks? For, for, for child support. When you're yeah. asking your new girlfriend, Gail King, for four grand for child support, that relationship's not going to survive not, that, man. Not it's not going to survive. Not at all. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mocha, you have a new song in there. It is called uh, Talk About Love. I want you to listen to it and then uh, tell me who you think the artist is. Give us a listen. I'm looking at the city lights, trying to get my head on right. And people walking by heads down, it's everything inside. Take my Got it. First first impressions, first of all. That's yeah, not bad. Okay. I got it. Who's the artist? Kelly Clarkson. No. Okay, hold on. You know what? It sounds like a stripped-down version of Ariana Grande. Not Ariana Grande. You can understand every word this artist is saying. It's not Kelly Clarkson. Nope. Is it in that world? Demographically? Yeah. Mm. Hold on. Is this going to be something like... Um, is it going to be something like completely off the wall out there like Rebecca Black? Mm, not that far out there, but out there. First of all, does everybody like the song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maria, like meh. Shem. It's meh. Meh, meh. About six out of ten. Yeah. What about it. the singer? Six out of the... ten? That high? Yeah. What, what about the singer? Uh, in terms of quality of voice? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Like this, okay, right? So that was 41 yeah. seconds of the song, right? So you, would give, so you would give it a six, right? A six. Yeah. Would you six. give it a six if I told you that this person isn't really known for singing? Would you give it a higher mark, do you think? No, I'd still give it a six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lower than a six. Lower than a six. Yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. like a three. Oh, yeah, my, three. my number is a three. Out of ten? Yeah. Out of 10. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, like that damn. 41 seconds of the song yeah. that I heard yeah. is the only 41 seconds There's no, like, energy gave. in the song. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, mm, like super yeah. mad. Okay, all right. So, all right. Who, okay, hold on. Let me yeah. listen to it again. Okay. You will definitely know who this person is. Without question, you will know who this person is. Oh my God, hold on. Only because we talked about her the other day and she said she's releasing an album. Is this Paris Hilton? No. Okay. 
thank God, because I don't want to clown on Paris Hilton. I love Paris so much. You do? And I, like, I want her music yeah. career to take, like, not take off, but you know what right. I mean. Okay. I want her to do well. Who the hell is this, then? Kate Hudson. Oh, that's a nine now. <laughs> <laughs> no so I knew way. It. I knew it. So what do you rate this song now, Sean? Nine, 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 nine. nine. All across the board. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, Justin Timberlake, what are you doing? What happened now? What are you doing? What it's not doing now? himself any bloody favors. That's for sure. So remember when Britney... She had the book with all the Justin Timberlake stuff that he wanted her to get the abortion and then the uh, for shiz, for shiz. Right? All that stuff. So obviously Britney hadn't read her own book until recently. Mm-hmm. And she was drawn into this whole thing when Justin Timberlake released Selfish because then her fans started taking her old song Selfish to the top of the charts, everything. And Britney was like, yo, 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 yo. Let me just calm this down. Uh-huh. And then she went on social media and said, I want to apologize for some of the things I wrote about in my book. If I any of the people I genuinely care about, I am deeply sorry. And she goes on to say, I am in love with Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. It's so good. And how come every time I see Justin and Jimmy Fallon together, I laugh so hard? So that's what Britt said, right? Beautiful. Like, that's great. Just calm down, everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can move on. I may feel bad for some things, but listen, this is the best I can do in this situation. Sure. So that happened. Justin seemingly off the hook, right? Yeah. Somewhat, somewhat. Cool waters. It's no longer a typhoon, right? It's like we're we're okay now. Yeah, get ready for the album coming out in March. So last night, Justin Timberlake's doing a show in New York City. Yeah. Right before he plays Crimea River. Oh. God. Right before he plays Crimea River, uh-huh. he says this. I like to take That's some beef right there. Why? Why? I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely effing nobody. Dog, you 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 were off the hook. What are you doing? Maybe he likes the drama. Uh yeah, I think so. It doesn't help him. Yeah, but he's in the attention, isn't he? We're all talking maybe about he's, him. Maybe, you know, maybe it's the wife, right? Maybe she's like, if you say one nice thing about her, we're done. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, who yeah. knows? Who knows? But yeah, maybe it's the drama. Maybe he likes the drama. I don't well, know. The, the wife, <laughs> Jessica was there because she brought out a cake for him. Yeah, I don't know, man. But what are you doing, yeah, bro? The- what are you doing? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, so Damn. Stanley mugs have come under scrutiny uh, after people on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen this, Maria, mm-hmm. um, starting to talk about how they're testing these Stanley mugs uh, with, for lead, and oh. they've found traces of lead in their Stanley mugs. I guess people are drilling the holes in the bottom of their Stanley mugs and then doing lead tests. Uh, and there are traces of lead within the product. They say, according to the U.S. So heavy. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it's not on the surface of the bottle. While Stanley has acknowledged there is lead in its product, the company assured that they are still safe and meet all U.S. regulatory requirements. They say our manufacturing process currently employs the use of an industry standard pellet uh, to seal the vacuum insulation at the base of the products. The sealing material includes some lead. Once sealed, the lead is covered with a durable stainless steel layer, making it inaccessible to consumers 
They go on to say, uh, rest assured that no lead is present on the surface of any Stanley product that comes into contact with the consumer, nor the contents of the product. So That's there you go. That's a great water bottle right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Margot Robbie finally addressing uh, what a lot of people called the Oscar snub, which is she and uh, director Greta Gerwig for Barbie. Uh, This is uh, Margot Robbie on stage. Beyond ecstatic that we've got eight Academy Award nominations. Already we set out to do something that would shift culture, affect culture, just make some sort of impact. And, it's already done that and some, like way more than we ever dreamed it would. Um, and that that is truly the biggest reward that could come out of all of this. And I'm so, so obviously ecstatic for we, everyone getting the nods that they've had is just incredible. And, and the best picture, not, obviously I think Greta should be nominated as a director because what she did is... <laughs> once in a career, once in a lifetime thing, what she pulled off, it really is. But it's been an incredible year. And like for all the films, and you know, there's, there's no way to feel sad when you know this was. See, because the reason you can never acknowledge a snub is because you're terrified of the follow-up question. If mm-hmm. you say, yeah, I feel like I got snubbed, right? The follow-up question, the logical follow-up question is, well, who of the nominees then shouldn't have been nominated? <laughs> Which you cannot answer Aww. that question. Yo, pull up the list. Right? Pull up the list. I'll tell you who I would have said. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, hold on here. Okay. You got it? Somebody got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm Margot Robbie. Okay. I say, yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah, okay. So, Margot, how do you feel about not getting nominated? Yo, I'm pissed. You're pissed. Okay, well, you feel- All up in the dream house? Like, did all the things? You feel like you were snubbed? Yes! Yes, okay. So, follow-up question, if I may. Yes. Out of the nominees- who do you feel then should not have been nominated? Remind me of the nominees again, please. In best actress com- uh, uh, category. Oh shoot, I, I did drama. My bad. Not, not comedy. One second. One second. There's no comedy. Oh right, there's no best comedy. Actress. Oh, okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Emma Stone, Poor Things. Annette Bening, Nyad. Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan, Maestro. The second last one. (laughs) (laughs) Gone. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So that book that everybody thought was written by Taylor Swift, Argyle, Mm. the movie uh, came out and the reviews for it are just like some of the worst reviews for a film I've ever read. Oh, no. Is it a mystery? Yeah, it's it's called Argyle. Um, And... It's supposed to, like, kickstart this huge blockbuster series because the author is apparently writing more and more of these books. Oh, derp. Um, so it's no, Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> Dua Lipa, Henry Cavill, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, strong uh, cast. Apple bought it for $200 million, if you remember. They bought the rights to the to the book. And it's a fail. And, so that means my Apple subscription is going to go up because um, they got to recoup all that money. Uh, Katie Walsh from Tribune News called it one of the most expensive worst movies ever made. Oh. It has a 30%, uh, 37% rating on Rotten Tomatoes right now, if that matters to you. Worse than Ant-Man Quantumania? Uh, Barry Hertz called it one of the most chaotically stupid action movies to torture audiences in ages. Oof. 
yeah. The Daily Beast called it, uh, said uh, its comic touch almost as heavy handed as its slow motion drenched action is dull. It seems <sighs> primarily designed to answer the question, how many movie stars can one fiasco squander? Oh, um, <laughs> um, uh, Rolling Stone kept it simple, saying Argyle is a bad movie, a very, very bad movie. <laughs> so, also this just in, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Plush from Toronto has a message for all the actors and actresses in that movie. Yo, you're sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to the list. <laughs> so yes, and I want to watch it. I'm down with seeing a bad movie. But does that happen often when there's a horrible review, then everyone goes and watches it? Well, I mean, it's streaming, so I mean, people are gonna people are gonna watch it anyway. But I'm I'm not. Yeah. If it's got a terrible, you think I'm wasting my time on that? No. And I'll tell you the. How long is is it? A two uh, two two and a half hours? uh, Something? No. Oh, I don't know. I have no. I have no idea. I'm willing to bet Mocha watches it. But this is. I'll watch it. Oh, okay. How much you want to bet, Maury? I'll bet you ten bucks. You'll watch it. Cool. Okay, cool. You just pay him now because he'll never watch it. No, but you have to see if he does. He won't. Out of spite. Oh, yeah, I guess. Not even true. about the $10. <laughs> like, <laughs> just give hey, him $10 uh, now. Give me $10 now, bro. Yeah. I'll tell him all about it. I'll watch it tonight. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> you never have to see a, a second of it. Done. Yeah. Right? So I'm not going to watch it. Damn it. All I know is that you owe me 10 bucks now. <laughs> so easily scared. Right? <laughs> oh. But this just goes to show you, though, you know, you get the sort of illusion that when you're in a lead in a Marvel movie that, you know, you're like a giant movie star. And we've seen it before with Henry Cavill. We've seen it with Chris Hemsworth. We've seen it with the guy that plays Captain America. What's that guy's name? Oh, Chris um, Evans. Chris Evans. Evans. But just because you're... Like Captain America and Superman and Thor, like you get the appearance that these are massive movie stars. Sure. But those guys, they can't carry a movie. But alone. you even said they uh, can't. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Sam Jackson's movie. in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Great actor. I know. He's great. Loved by everyone. Yeah. But if the movie's trash, it's trash. It is. Um, is, that, uh, is that the one with, um, what's her name? Uh, Bryce Dallas. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's actually the lead in it. Like, and they make a point to saying Henry Cavill is not the star of this movie, but he's the guy on the poster. Yeah. But they're like, he's not the star of this movie. I like her. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Usher clarified the rumors that he was once uh, Beyonce's nanny. What? Or, or or babysitter, I guess. Somehow a story got out that he was the caretaker, uh, like the carer for um, Beyonce at some point, and then it just got out of hand, and then the, the rumor was that he was the nanny, I guess, when he was younger, Beyonce was much younger. But here's Usher clearing up the story. No, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't be Beyonce's nanny. No, um, Daryl Simmons, uh, he had a group by the name of the Dolls. Okay. And they came to Atlanta for the first time. This is when, this is before Destiny's Child became Destiny's okay. Child. And um, I think I looked over them while they was doing something in the house. I had to watch them because I was like the, you know, the authority. Because I guess I was the the teenager right. at the time. But no, nah, I wasn't a nanny. You know what I'm saying? No. But you were just overseeing, like making sure they ain't break. Nothing. Making certain that they didn't, you know, that they didn't get in no trouble in the house. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's so weird. They're only three years apart. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are they really? Is that the yeah. is that the age difference? Usher's 45. Beyonce's 42. Yeah, but I guess when you I guess then? when you're 13 and 10. Right? Sure. Yeah. You leave a 13-year-old in That's charge, fair. Fair. and you're like, hey, you know, make sure they don't get into uh, into whatever, because I guess that age difference makes, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Danny Masterson has been moved to a maximum security prison that was uh, previously home to Charles Manson. Hmm. 
I watch a lot of prison documentaries. And Do you know Ma about this and one? Danny Masterson, yeah, he's in Corcoran um, in California. What's uh, this one like? So, Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. But will he yeah, be in Gen Pop or will he be I in his own know. town? Well, they, so it's 30 years to life uh, for the two counts of rape. He's eligible for parole at the age of 66 in 2042. Wow. Last week he requested bail until the appeal and the judge denied it, saying that he has every incentive to flee and little reason to return to state prison to serve out the remainder of his lengthy sentence. And then the judge brought up how his wife, Bijou Phillips, is in the process of divorcing him. And then she said that the defendant has no wife to go home to. Oh, oh. Okay. That burns. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> but I watch. Look at Shem. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. That's I know. terrible. Been there, bro. And that's oh. <laughs> about the wife. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So I want to revisit this Justin Timberlake clip from yesterday because the the headlines were, and he was on with Kelly Clarkson and was teasing something new from NSYNC. So this was Justin with Kelly Clarkson. I just became like a studio rat. Like I just loved being in there, and I loved. The, the creative process and and you know and and also as it pertains to harmonies um i spent some time with four other guys doing a lot of harmonies who, who are you speaking of <laughs> by the way y'all broke the internet when y'all came back for the song yeah that was that was yeah. fun that was fun yeah we, it was it's kind of crazy like there's so much that just picks up right where it left off as far as the chemistry. But um, yeah, we, we, we've been in the studio, so there may be a little... Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Okay. Too. Yeah. Okay. So does that not sound like he's teasing the possibility of yet another new NSYNC song? Yeah, of course it does. He said it. No, he didn't. He said we're in the studio. He said, he said the said possibilities. Possibility of? Something. Something. Mm-hmm. So turns out what that possibility is, is that when they were in the studio together recording, I guess, maybe the troll song or something yeah, in and around there. Okay. He had the guys from NSYNC do some backup stuff for his album. Oh. Okay. Hmm. So it ain't the same thing. No. Oh, all right. So this according to TMZ. They say our sources at RCA Records are pumping the brakes, telling us Justin's tease was referencing NSYNC members recording background vocals for his upcoming album. Damn, bro. We used to be a group, and now I'm background. Wow. <laughs> what a diss. Yo, I mean, hella bad about Joey Fatone. What a letdown. But they get paid. Right? They get paid. It doesn't matter. You don't go on Kelly Clarkson and say that. Uh -huh. no, you can't do that. And then... Because you know what it's going to do. Yeah. You know the kind of news that's going to make? Yeah. OMG, NSYNC's coming back? Yes. You don't do that. JT, you don't now. do that. Garbage. I mean, I know the movie was called Trolls, but don't. Yeah. Oh, snap. That's right. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Big question is, will he be supporting Taylor, who has been very supportive for his football? Mm -hmm. Will he be supporting Taylor at the Grammys? I wish I could go support Taylor at the Grammys uh -oh. and uh, watch her win every single award that, the, that she's nominated for. But I think uh, I think I got I got practice on Sunday <laughs> or uh, I think Sunday is a travel. Is it Saturday or Sunday? I know I got practice Saturday, but Sunday is a travel day. Unfortunately, I got to get ready for this big old Super Bowl that we got in a week. Oh, you're too busy. 
Mm. Wow. Uh, but on Super Bowl Sunday, Taylor is most likely going to be doing a show in Tokyo, Japan, and then getting on a plane flying around the world. It's different. To go to your football game. Wow. But you're but you but you have practice? Okay, no. I gotcha. It's different. I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. It's different. When you're on a team, you can't just leave. Gotcha. It's a very different atmosphere. You can't and you're make also it, not you, allowed. You can't make it work? You can't finish up practice and jump on the private jet? Head Los Angeles? Depends if, like, coaches orders uh-huh. that you can't oh, leave. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Trust yeah, me, yeah, I yeah, literally yeah, yeah. see oh, it all yeah. the time when TFC. If you're not yeah. allowed to leave, you can't leave. So sure. I don't blame them. Oh, no, no, it's all good. Also, it's all LA, good. Let yeah. her do all the work. Wow. Also, LA and Vegas aren't that far apart. No. Same. Let her do all the work. You guys know nothing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let her do all the work. No problem. Okay. No problem. Um, there's another Travis Kelsey clip there, too. Okay. Uh, We're two people in a relationship uh, supporting each other and having fun with it, man. It's it's nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, how much the world wants to paint the paint the picture and uh, make us the enemy, um, we just have fun with it. And we uh, we enjoy every single bit of it. And sure enough, I, I, I love it when Taylor comes and supports me and um, and enjoys the game with the fam and friends. Uh, it's been it's been nothing but a uh, but a, just a wonderful year, man. Mm-hmm. And then when she goes out and does her thing, I watch on television. Oof. Damn. He also didn't know if the Grammys were on Saturday or Sunday. No, he didn't know if he was traveling on Saturday or Sunday. Um, anyway, it's not looking good. Oh, you're all fired up. Over no, this, huh? I'm just saying that this is the first. Uh, this is the. This is the. This is this is the thing. What this is going to be the first of many like arguments? Yep. That's going to break them up. Yep. Nah, it's man. the first thing. Different mindset. She, she's like going into no, no, no. Russell. Um, Russell sorry. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. I know, know. And, and I know how that conversation ended too. I know exactly how that conversation ended. Okay, he was like, "Babes, I got. I don't know. I got like a practice thing or a traveling. I don't know what kind of day it is." The that that conversation ended before Taylor turned around and walked out of the room. She looked him dead in his face and said, "I went to Buffalo." <laughs> wow Roz ain't wrong That's how it ended I don't think they've talked since I'm pretty sure they have No, 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 I don't think they have yeah. I'm pretty sure no, the relationship's no, no, actually no. quite fine No, 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 no Also, did you hear that last clip? We're just two people having fun Oh, oh. that's that sounds great Sounds noncommittal, right? Yeah, yeah. You, Like, women love to hear that, right? <laughs> we're just two We're, we're just having fun, Bro, right? Women today? love to hear that I went to <laughs> Buffalo I think you're more mad than Taylor is. Yeah. I doubt it. Somebody said that. I <laughs> doubt it. Let me just text with the Roz and Mocha text line here. Roz has obviously never played any team sports, LOL. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've obviously never dated Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.